from playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Hello and welcome to episode four of On the Board Podcast. My name is Colby McKee. That right there is Jesse Christensen. Hola, amigo. And to his right, Mr. Lance Dahl. I don't know why we're waving. No <laughs> one can waving, see. I was waving at you guys. I, I always point, just like, you're on oh. cue. It's your turn. Oh, it's thanks. Turn. Oh, I thought that meant wave. Yeah, so did I. So, well, you, uh, you started it. I so. started smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's kick it off with the good old hockey game, shall we? The NHL was a busy place this past weekend, not only the NHL draft, but also some uh, some big trades and some picks going to other teams. I guess we'll start with the P.K. Subban trade. Uh, the Nashville, or sorry, New Jersey Devils, excuse me, pick up the Nashville defenseman. Uh, I guess we can talk about the, the haul that Nashville got for Subban. What do you guys think about that trade? Well, I mean, is it safe to say, maybe it was just me, but I thought that the Devils went from being kind of like a joke of a team in one night, became like contenders and maybe a little bit exciting to watch, right? They got the parts now, I think, with uh, with Hall. If they if he decides to stay there, they got a, a now a, a good top-pairing defenseman like Subban. They just need to get a good goaltender. Well, Corey Schneider's still good. Yeah, I wouldn't I would knock out Corey Schneider top, just Is he know. a top 15 goalie in the league? Yes. Could be. Could be. He's had his spurts for sure. I would uh, say he is. I, I don't know that they're tons better. They're basically just saying we're playing for this three-year window that we have Subban under contract. Right. And for like Nashville, for Nashville is a complete salary dump. And apparently New Jersey was the only team that would take on Subban's $9.5 million contract. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. And uh, Nashville's GM saying it was a business decision. But you look at Subban, he's now been traded twice in the last three seasons. Is that a good thing why, or a bad thing? Yeah, why is that? I don't know. He's been hurt for a while. Right. He's had a little bit of injury problems. People think that his enthusiasm and the way he goes about himself is uh, not proper, not part of the NHL game. I don't see that. I think that's going to bring in fans uh, who are not casual hockey fans to embrace his style and his style of play. Yeah, it's not really a problem, I don't think. Did he I leave mean, Montreal on a sour note? Well, they traded yeah. him because of character issues. Wasn't I guess there you could stuff say. going on like behind the scenes, like in the in the locker room? I, I don't know about that stuff. Right, you always hear stories, right? It, it makes you wonder if maybe there, maybe he is a guy that causes a little bit of drama behind the scenes, and you know, people want to get rid of him. I remember when he opened up his, uh, he made that big donation to Montreal Hospital uh, just before he got traded, and there was absolutely no representatives of the team there on his announcement day, and that was a big telling sign that he did not have the faith of the organization. No teammates, no coaches, no management, no nothing. Can so, I be honest? I don't think that's what it is at all. I think it's the. The Preds don't need P.K. Subban. Well, I mean, uh, what the Preds got in return, are they still contenders now? Yeah. Because I, I, mean, I think just, that, is this a rebuild? Like, I, that, I don't, that haul was the, absolutely nothing. New Jersey yeah. got away scot-free with the amount they gave up. Yeah, for, uh, I think uh, so. One of they the don't top need five Subban, defensemen in the though. game. They don't need him because they have Ellis, Yossi, Ekholm. They bring in Dante Fabro. Right. That's the they big addition. They need scoring right? up front. And so essentially they've cleared their space for Matthew Shane. That's what they've done. And they've th- traded... Subban for Matthew Shane. If they sign him, that'd be a great sign yeah, up the if middle. they sign him, then this to. trade makes 100%. I guarantee sense. they do. Do you think that Montreal gets their hands on him? Duchesne? Yeah. No. They're no. in the market for a center. No. I don't think Duchesne's going to want to go to Montreal. Nope. And I think that it's pretty well just a foregone conclusion now. Because like, if you didn't think you were getting Duchesne, why would you make the trade? Yeah. Because you're just, not clearing space just because. Like, who are you going to sign? Wayne Simmons back? Right. Right? Brian Boyle? Like, there's no sense. So, 
Unless they're trying to go after Mitch Marner, because that seems to be the oh. million-dollar question. Where's Mitch Marner going to go, baby? He's the hot name in the RFA market. I guess the other trade we'll get to is the Marlowe trade, I guess, as a resident Leafs fan, Jesse is. Uh, what do you think about this? Obviously, it was a salary cap dump yeah. to make room for Marner. They had to give up that first-round pick uh, either next year or the following year. Something they had to do. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great trade. We all knew that Marlowe was probably leaving. Right? There was rumors that he was going to go back to San Jose. I think three weeks ago he put his Toronto house on the market. So there were inklings that he knew he was going to be done. Toronto's doing whatever they can right now to save some bucks, and it's working because they are going all in with Mitch Marner. They, they re-signed a couple other guys to extensions for, I think, peanuts. Nothing really going to hurt the salary cap. Kapanen and Janssen, I believe. Yeah, I think they'll, yeah. But their number one goal now is Mitch Marner. And he wants Matthew's money. He wants 11 mil minimum. Is he worth it? Probably. Yeah. So the I Leafs always can't thought be he'd done get nine yet. and a half, but he probably deserves Matthew's money. The He's Leafs can't be done yet, though. Because, what happens with Zaitsev? Well, they have to move money out. Like I looked at it, and like they they're saying, like Bob McKenzie's saying that the captain deal is going to be at the bottom three point two million right. a year. So then. Janssen's deal from Darren Dreger is another three point two. That's six point four million. Right of their like they had like thirteen, 13 million to work with. Thirteen mil, yeah. So where's yeah? That's so they got to move enough. more. That doesn't add up. Does and it? that's why the team hasn't officially announced the Janssen or Kapanen deals because they're waiting because they're waiting to sign Marner first, and then they'll officially announce once they're able to move money around. Because right. right now they can't. Yeah. So they just have something in principle. So it's just like I don't know who else is on the move because they're still going to have to clear. A bunch of money. Like if it, I'm assuming Marner's going to get 11. I think he's getting double digits for sure. Like we can even go on the low side and say Marner gets 10. That's yeah. still between those three players, Janssen, Kapanen, and Marner. That's like 16 and a half million dollars. <laughs> it doesn't equal 12, does it? And, or, 13, or 13? No. So someone's got to go. So Zaitsev's contract. He's I think he's at four and a half for a f- few more years. I know there was ties to Vancouver. They're looking for a defenseman. They have talks with Tyler Myers heading into free agency coming up next week. Yeah, that seems. I, that's where I think Myers goes. You think so? Yeah, I don't think they're. Because why would they want to trade for, for Zaitsev? Like and I think Myers is a better player. Sure, it's going to cost you more. Right. But he's a better player. Yeah. Again, Leafs will have to eat something, whether it's another pick or another young player, to get and I think off they'll of the eat Zaitsev. The picks. They'll eat the picks if if it means saving the money. Well, like you said, this draft pick, whether it's next year or the following year, that first rounder is won't be ready to play in the next three, four years. So for yeah. them, they're saying this run with, uh, with excuse me, Matthews and Tavares and potentially Marner, and you've got uh, Riley and Anderson, like that's your core right now. I think another guy that's probably going to be on the trading block is Kadri. I think that the Leafs will probably be open to hear from other teams about Kadri. Probably a Connor Brown, I would imagine. Maybe even a Kapanen. Even though they re-signed him, who's to say that he still can't be on the move? What about Nylander? He just signed last year. Oh, I would love to get rid of Nylander. Like, his oh, number is I huge. I hated the way that went down last year. You hold out, you hang out in, in Sweden, you say you're, you're game ready. You weren't game ready. <laughs> get the hell out of here, game ready. He came in there and he looked like he was playing ball hockey in a beer league team. He looked slow. He looked out of shape. I feel like I could skate faster than him. It's a great contract. He's got to be so happy. Right? His agent deserves a huge raise for uh-huh. getting that contract. Uh-huh. I I don't I don't know where like even if you're just trying to get to the to the cap, like Connor Brown doesn't do it. Right. Like your your only choices are 
Kadri and Zaitsev, you can't afford to move another defenseman. Well, I mean, Kadri or even you never know with Nylander. I I remember that Colorado, or Carolina was really into Nylander. That's probably changed now that they went and got Marlowe, unless they decide they're buying him out. Right. I don't really know what Carolina is going to do. Remember back in the day, it was right before St. Louis going to blow it up. There was the rumors about Petrangelo for Nylander yes. as soon as he signed, or even before he signed. Yeah. Imagine if that trade would have happened. That would have been big. That's a big number for Petrangelo as well, but having that another decor to pair with Riley. And if you're going to have Ron Hainsey, a 38-year-old, as your second best defenseman potentially alongside Riley, like that's bad news. They might have to re-sign him. I know. Just let that soak in. For another year. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Ron Hainsey might have to come back. Uh, it's not good. It's it's far from good there. I I, I think Kadri's still the, uh, the 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 guy that is going to be moved. That's that's where I would go. I think there's more value in Kadri even as a, a second third line center than Zaitsev as maybe your top two defenseman if Definitely. you're Vancouver. And he's got a, a, a decent contract to take over. I right. Mean, what is it? Four and a half. Yeah. For a thirty goal scorer. Trade him yeah. to the Flames. The thing about him is I, that he's very hot take him in a heartbeat. I would love Flames. I'd love Kadri on my team. The only thing that's frustrating about him is that he's hot and cold. Yep. He has slow starts. You go back and look at the numbers every time he starts a year, it takes him double-digit games before he scores that first goal. And his temper is a little bit of a... Yeah. He pulls on people's beards. He needs that. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> when he gets angry, just yanks on the old beard. I guess you could say the, the third, the la- least most attractive trade of that Saturday draft was the JT Miller trade, Tampa to Vancouver. Uh, the haul for JT Miller wasn't as significant, but uh, nonetheless, they get a goaltender. Um, I don't even know how to say that. Merrick Mer- Mer- Mazinich or something? Mazinich, <laughs> something that sounds right. I thought they gave up a lot for JT Miller. A conditional first and another pick, I think, as yeah, well. Yeah, they gave up the third from this past draft. So for Vancouver's sake, Miller becomes a top six forward for you? Is that the goal? Adds a little sandpaper. Yeah, I mean, career high, I think, of 56 points a couple years ago. So I think he could probably slot in a top six, top nine role, which is, I guess you need some forwards. Yeah, I with. think he's, like, capped at, like, 54 points in his career, though. Like, the guy, yeah. and his playoff numbers are worse. Which, he might have reached his ceiling yeah. already. Yeah, I, I don't really, like, I get it. They want to get some grit. Yeah, he's a guy that's probably going to be, be bring some physicality, maybe maybe some leadership. Because I don't yep. I don't know if the Canucks really have that leadership role right now. Are they going to give that captaincy to Horvat? That's the rumor, right? Like it could be. No, they didn't give one last year to anybody. I don't believe. They just rocked the A's. I think there's a lot of A's, and I think that's potentially your next captain of the Vancouver Canucks is Horvat. I don't think if they don't have one already, I don't think they do anything this year. Maybe not. Maybe you never know. They but might sit on it. Leadership for sure. Like yep. he, that veteran, that veteranship can uh, definitely help out that young locker room with uh, with Pedersen and uh, who's the other young sniper? Well, Brock got Besser. Besser, and Besser. They got to sign Besser, Besser with another RFA. Yeah, the RFA crowd this year is stacked. Like the 100%. most I've ever seen in years. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting off season. It's like do offer sheets become a play? Yeah, I think th- I think there's if multiple. A, if you're a team that is has a lot of cap room and you don't have to sign any of your own RFAs this year, why don't you take a shot and put somebody under the gun? Put a, a Maple Leafs under the gun. Put a Flames, even if you try to get a Kachuk or a Line A. Like, there's some real top-end talent in the RFA pool. Why don't you So would you a, do that for then a Marner to light a fire under the Leafs and, and try and do something? And make them give up four first-round picks. Yeah. If they don't... And that could happen. Right? I don't know. Is it safe to say Marner's the top name in the free agency? I think he's got to be. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Who's the guy we talk about like all the time? Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> and when it's <laughs> hockey related, that's a good point. It's Mitch Marner. Mitch okay, Marner is where the hockey's in Toronto. Who's the biggest free agent? Kawhi Leonard or Mitch Marner? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Simon Close. Because Maple Leafs already have a Matthews. Yeah, but the Maple Leafs don't have a championship. Yeah. Are you, are, really, are you, really are you trying one. to draw a correlation that Marner's going to bring you a championship? Oh, I think he's got a good chance. I'd rather take him over Marlowe. He's led the I take him team over a, twice in the last two years in a points. A cadre. Yeah. Of course I would want Mitch Marner a part of the team. Tavares, Matthews, and Marner are the three guys I would trust. Can you win, though, paying three guys over $10 million per? Like, I don't know. Can you, yeah, this, ain't the, defenseman. this ain't the NBA. 30% of your cap. Or I guess sorry, thirty million of your cap just in forwards, just three forwards. I don't know. No, like P- Pittsburgh's done it with two. Chicago's done it with two, but no one's done it with three. Well, Chicago's had it spread out though. Like they had Duncan Keith and Seabrook for years, right? I and mean, they also won when Taze and Kane were on their cheap deals. They yeah. have not won anything since they've gotten over nine. So you need to have depth. You need depth, yeah. Like, and I mean, you need to win on the rookie Anderson. deals, which was why last year, before Matthews signed and before Marner gets signed, this was the window to get the the. That's why they paid Marlowe because they had that money yeah. before they have to pay these young guys. Yeah, and that was your window. Unfortunately, I don't know. Um, I guess the NHL draft also happened along with all these trades. Part of the reason why this happened, uh, I guess we'll shout out Tigers. Mad Sogard, congratulations, sir. Yeah, that's very cool. 37. Awesome. I think he went 37 yep. to Ottawa. Yep. So congratulations to Ottawa, uh, to uh, Sogard, excuse me. And Ottawa. Congratulations. You got a hell of a goal. I think, I think they're going to be very happy for years to come. I know you guys mentioned this on the morning show this morning, but Brett Kemp's going to New York Rangers camp. He is. And Hamlin's going to your Toronto Maple Leafs camp. Which is awesome. And McPherson's going back to Florida camp. So congratulations to all those guys. You should specify it's just prospect development camp. Correct. It's like yeah. it's not an invite. Rookie camp. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. Hey, there's like 40 guys that get invited to everyone. I just want to like, and how like just, how many of those rookies getting, might get yeah, a main camp? How many might make camp? Like, what are they? Is there really a cap on it, or do they just look and they ah yes or no? I mean, it's more just it's a recruiting tool, right? Maybe AHL teams look at Hamlin, for example, as an overage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, to see so what he's going to do after he, he his could be a professional career. contract, yep. right? So, yeah. and I mean, like Kemp, he was in Vegas last year. Okay, yeah, and now this year he's. In New York, so... And McPherson was in Florida camp last year, mm-hmm. like rookie camp, so another look at him. Um, that doesn't hurt, right? He'll probably... So, I, I would think he gets some kind of AHL deal. Yeah, because he's an overage as well, so... I think. Um, yeah, so congrats to all those Tigers, and for, you know former Tigers as well. I guess we talked about free agency, we talked about Marner, we talked about Kachuk, uh, Line A, Brock Besser, this RFA class, the UFA class... Definitely is undershadowed. I don't know too many big names. I guess Panarin's one. We talked about Matt Duchesne. Where does Sergei Bobrovsky go? Uh, so I guess there's a couple big names in the free agent market uh, in terms of UFAs. Yeah, well, Joe Pavelski is a big one. Joe Pavelski. That's probably oh, yeah. the biggest That's one. That's the biggest one, I think. Because well, now that even Thornton Pan- said he's coming back, uh, yeah. does San Jose pay both of them again? Or do they finally say, listen, Joe, thanks, but we'd rather take Pavelski. <laughs> Yeah, Pavelski's <laughs> probably the most interesting one. Thornton will go back to San Jose. You think he will? Yep. Yeah, 100%. Because... Uh, he would take a pay cut. Like, he'd probably play for... A million bucks? A million a I year. I think he's been... I think he's settled... For, at this point, he's just playing to play. Exactly. They were already saying that if he wanted to come back, they'd have him, so... Does Florida pull off the double deuce and get both Bobrovsky and Panarin, like <sighs> a lot of a lot of people have been speculating? Does anyone want to play in Florida? 
Yeah. You talked about that before, yeah. Like, it's just like, I, I could not play in a building in the professional level if I knew that less than 5,000 fans were coming to watch a game. Like, the attendance is atrocious in Florida. I mean, Florida, to be fair, it was yeah. similar in Carolina. That's true. Before the storm surge? It was wow. the exact same. Before the storm surge, it was the exact same crowd. But, I mean, like, like Bobrovsky wants to go there, but they can't have three goalies that are making over four million bucks. Like, Reimer or Luongo has to go. Well, I think Luongo is probably considering retirement. Yeah. So, yeah. if he does, that makes it a heck of a yeah. lot easier but for until sure. But he, until he does... Yeah. You, you got another have, goalie you there. You can't have three goalies on the roster. It's just not going to work. So well, I think reading that's going to... here, Columbus is very confident that they're not losing anyone to free agency. Oh, well, they better... Uh, oh, they're losing everybody. They, yeah. they better pray because... I don't think Bobrovsky's coming back. I don't I, think I, don't, so. I think there's some uh, bad blood there, isn't there? And I think... Well, that's true with Torts. Uh, I think Panarin, whether it's a New York, whether it's an LA, some of these bigger markets, he wants to go to a bigger market. Like, just like... Uh, Population wise, than Columbus. So apparently, his agents already met with the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado, oh, man. Okay, that's interesting. That's that would be. Oh, <laughs> we talked about Colorado last week and how dangerous their lineup yeah, is. Yeah, if Colorado can get one more piece to that offensive puzzle, then watch out. My gosh. Yeah, that'd be kind of nuts. So I guess we'll see next week. Uh, I guess we'll record after July first the Canada Day special. Yeah, so we'll discuss all the all the rumblings and all the we'll have all the signs. Trade watch. <laughs> little, <laughs> little free agent watch free agency that's good by the way Jake Gardner's out there same with Matt Zuccarello oh yeah Jake Gardner's not yeah, gonna he's Jake not Gardner. getting signed by the Leafs hey <laughs> yeah. uh, NBA yeah, they said that about Justin Schultz now look what he did in yeah. Pittsburgh just yeah, saying dude yeah. just saying man yeah scary uh, times heading to the NBA now uh, the record has been broken for amount of draft picks selected by any other country other than the US and it's now held by Canada six Canadians were drafted in last Thursday's draft uh, big number for Canadian mm-hmm. basketball so shout out to Canadian basketball I guess the big one we talked about free agency in NHL the NBA free agency with Kawhi we talked about him we talked about Kevin Durant Kyrie we've talked about in previous podcasts uh, there's some big, big names in this year's free agency class and uh, a, lot. a lot of money up for grabs. Yeah. And it's all up to Kawhi. He's the domino. Yep. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to sit back and watch him. I know, uh, he declined that option, right? And yep. he got a lot of people on Twitter freaking out, which I don't know why. Cause we all kind of assumed that he was going to decline the option, right? I thought it got people excited cause then no, like, in the not report. the tweets I read. There was a lot oh. of people that were kind of freaking out and, and a lot, everything that I saw, cause it was in the report that. He was strongly considering resigning with Toronto. If they people read the below, end. they yeah. could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I feel bad for him. Stuff. Like he's enjoying Toronto right now. Yet anywhere he goes, people have to take pictures of him, and I don't know why. The poor guy was getting moving boxes at uh, Home Depot, <laughs> yeah. and people were taking pictures. Saying, "Oh my God, he's moving! Oh my God, he's moving!" Duh. They waited all year. All these fans waited all year. Did not touch him. Did not bug him at all. Not. And then the minute. The championships brought. They're like, embrace me. Come here. <laughs> right? I don't know why. Of course the guy has moving boxes. He bought a house in, in- Southern California. So he's going to go in that house if you've seen it. And he bought a house massive. in Toronto. Yeah. So let the guy enjoy his summer in his home state. like I, Wherever he ends up. Yeah. yeah. I think he's still staying in Toronto for whatever it's worth. I do too. We talked I, about I, that last I week. I still think one and one. I know that uh, I read here there are billboards now in Southern California that want Kawhi Leonard to play for the Clippers. And who wouldn't put those billboards up? Well, the team says it has nothing to do with the billboards, <laughs> but they're there. And <laughs> they say a, play for the Clippers. It's built or it's built under a name uh, 
<laughs> I don't even know what some kind of secret name of the Los Angeles Clippers could have. Uh, Beef Salmer. <laughs> Steve Ballmer has a different <laughs> name. Beef Salmer. No, Beef Salmer. I guess. Listen, he's going to play Beef, for the Clippers. Beef it's a matter Salmer. of time. It's just not going to happen next year. I, I sure as heck hope so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we talked about Kawhi seriously re- considering resigning. That's yep. great. Kevin Durant, any predictions where he goes? Because the number the number one place right now, according to Vegas odds, is, is the Nets. Is the Nets? I saw that this morning. It's because they're, they're saying they're going to sign DeAndre Jordan, and then that's going to bring Kyrie, and that's going to bring Kevin Durant. And I'm just looking at him like I know Kevin Durant has like a really good friendship with DeAndre Jordan, but he also realizes that DeAndre Jordan's not that good. No, like he 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 has friends, but he's not dumb. <laughs> like. I'm sorry. He's not going to Brooklyn. He's getting a max contract no matter where he goes, though. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter whether it's the Warriors that are going to keep him and, and treat him well, or if he goes to the Nets and waits out a year. Like, it doesn't matter. He's getting max money. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't People matter this pay- year because he's not going to play this year. Yeah, they're going to pay him max money to sit out next year. So are the Knicks just completely out of the equation now? Did you see what Andre Iguodala posted today? Or not? He didn't post, but he told reporters. No. Nobody's signing in New York. Nobody. You put it out there. Yeah, well, Andre Iguodala just needs to worry about his own health. Yeah. Hey, he's got three rings. He's fine. Yeah, good for him. He's fine. Retire then. Um, b- Want to move on to baseball now? Yeah, there's a lot there. Talk some ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess it's a little sore spot for Mr. Jesse, but the Jays win the weekend series versus his Bo Sox. <sighs> and, uh, what a crock. Boston needs to get relief pitching. Yeah. Like now. They're hurting, ain't yeah. yeah. Like they needed it yesterday. Where? Who? is in charge of being on the phone and calling Kimbrel and kissing that ass to come back into that bullpen. It's too late. You think yeah. that Brazier <laughs> and Matt Barnes are going to be your closers? No. Can you be honest? Can Pablo yeah. come Did back? Did you think that they were going to be good relievers when the year started? Uh, you know what? I think I, I think they're a good setup, man. When you told me that, if you were to tell me that Barnesy is going to be the closer, I, w- I, I would have said he'd struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, you would have been right. Yeah. I, wow, their bullpen not, sucks. He's not a good closer. And That's okay. I don't. I still don't understand. I love Cora. He won a championship last year, but runners on first and second, and you're bringing in Brazier. Give him a game. Doesn't instill fear in the eyes of the batters. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Brazier can tilt his head all he wants. <laughs> he's still gonna Same. throw it right <laughs> down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There are some closers that are out there though. Why don't they pick up Ken Giles from those Toronto Blue Jays? That's an option. It's an option. I think that's the least likely. I know. It's just bringing. I think up the names. most likely would be Will Smith out of San Francisco. That's, he's I was kind of hoping that uh, you know the Red Sox might have went in on Cody Allen, but Minnesota just signed him signed because him the Angels were going to get rid of him just for peanuts because I think he had a seven ERA or something yeah, like he that. He forgot how to pitch. Yeah, just out of the blue, the guy was one of the most dominant pitchers in years past. Yeah, just wakes up and I don't know how to throw a strike, and if I do, you know exactly where it's going. I mean. There's a reason why the Indians let go of them. Usually they know their guys the best. There's a reason why they said, you know what, you can kick rocks. We have Brad Hand. We're fine. And there's a reason they let go of Andrew Miller and look where he's at in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He's not even getting the, the closer role now that yeah. Jordan Hicks is out. Yeah, he's kind of struggled a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of relief depth in St. Louis though. They I also sure don't do think with Kimbrell going to the Cubs, it's going to make a little bit of a difference, but you got to wonder how rusty Kimbrell could be. Well, and look, uh, Dallas Keuchel just started for the, who is he on Oh, now? he was on the Braves. Atlanta. How did Braves. Keuchel do that first game? Uh, he only went about five innings, 
about three runs against. He didn't have a great outing, but he's no. also rusty. And also he's the one who was doing simulated games in Florida, yeah. doing 90 to 100 pitch counts every game, yeah. like simulated games. So, And even he's a little bit rusty. It's so good it's to good. see Keiko back, though, because yeah. I, I think he was a guy, he didn't deserve to be no. a free agent for as long as he has. Got Not him. at all. Not at all. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., is now signed up to be in the Home Run Derby Uh-oh. coming up this month. I don't know, next month is July. Not quite July yet. I don't but know how I feel about that. Vladdy Jr. when a young kid by the name of Aaron Judge went in there, <laughs> everyone was excited, and he hit some home runs. But after that Home Run Derby, that swing was never the same. Or a young man named talking about? Josh never Hamilton. He struggled that He's year fine. after the Home Run Derby. You just hate on everyone Yankees. That's nope. true. I've decided. They, I hey, do not like the Home Run Derby. Before we started recording tonight, they did... Set the record for the most home runs in consecutive games. It's now they 27. They set it or tie it? Uh, is that what it was? Was it tie or set? Thought it was tied. I okay. might have tied it. Okay, well, they tied it. So Could be another wrong, another solo bomb for those Yankees, hey? Yeah, it's another <laughs> solo shot. Another solo so bomb. all they're going to do is solo shots. Uh, Shohei Otani wants to be in the home run derby as well. I know he can't pitch this year, but he can sure hit. That'd be, I'd be all right with that. I just like these young, whether it's international stars or a guy like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., just some some life into the home run derby is, isn't a bad thing. How long until they just give up on him pitching and he's strictly a hitter? Yeah, can he be Babe Ruth forever? I don't know. Is it going to take one more Tommy John surgery and then they say, ah, maybe you shouldn't pitch anymore? Well, he won't Probably. be able to pitch anymore if he has a couple of Tommy Johns, right? So, well, I think even after one. It's, I don't think they need him. He's a good pitcher, but I think he's better as a hitter than he is as a pitcher. Right. And here's like the crazy thing is even with Tommy John, he shouldn't be hitting as well as he is. Yes. That's true. And I think that they even expected singles and doubles. Like I don't think they expect him to hit as many bombs no. as he's hitting right now. He's a freak. Yeah. And he's hitting triples too. Yeah. He's yeah. a so freak. Yes, he, he will, can run. He will pitch. He can run, he can field. Well, he doesn't field because he's DH most of the time, but Well, this year. Yeah, this year. He did play, would he play first or was he play outfield? Stick him in right sometimes. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's a guy you could probably put catcher if you really wanted if to. If you wanted to. <laughs> why not? Get that eligibility. Why not? Uh, the, I guess the big news in the baseball world this past week was the Tampa Bay Rays and the Montreal Blanks, whatever potential name they could be, sharing a team and sharing home dates uh, for years to come. I don't know about this. My initial thought was... How's the logistics going to work? They're going to one team gets the beginning half of the games, and then the All Star break, and then the other team gets yep, the other that's half. Exactly what they're doing. I think if I read it correctly, it was Tampa's going to start, yep. and then after the All Star break, they go to Montreal. That's be clear. This isn't going to happen, right? I don't like, know how it happen. works. It I, doesn't. I don't think you can't get everyone on board. We there's already a rumor out there at the end of this season. Manfred has a big announcement after the World Series where Vegas is going to be getting a team. Okay. So Vegas gets a team. There's excitement there. I don't like the idea of splitting. Because let's say, and I, and I know Tampa's doing really well right now and the attendance is still bad, but you could be on a roll. People are starting to come. People are getting excited. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, we're off to Montreal. See you later. Yeah, They've good been really buy. good for a while. And people don't go. Like, they've uh, been good for a while. And they've that's been the problem. There. It's kind of like... I, I know you guys. You guys, any NASCAR fans here? Yeah. So I don't know if they still do this, but they'll do half the year on one cable company, whether it's TNT right. or NBC, and then they hit like the they they oh excuse me I can't even talk the Daytona event in July. I guess the Pepsi 400 or whatever it is. Yeah. And then that'll be their last broadcast, and then the rest is on the other competing network, and they split the broadcast rates basically 50-50. 
I mean, that's so it's like it's not really similar though. No, well, it's like broadcasting. Well, like, well, that's not. But I meant it's like halfway across the world. <laughs> like one's <laughs> one's players and having but to have two homes. Being a fan, you're watching your brand for half the time, and then you're watching another brand for the other half of the time. Again, I it's not it's, it's, it's not apples and oranges, but it's like apples and tangerines. <laughs> that, that's apples and slabs of meat. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that this works. I think you either just give Montreal a team or you just leave it be. You don't I, need to share a team. I don't even think that at the end of the day that's the point. I think this is the first step to the Rays losing their team. I this hope is they step do. number one to Montreal getting a full-time yeah, team. Uh, yeah, and I think you could be right because uh, th- for years they were talking about building a new stadium and I don't think we're even close to talks about that anymore because mm-hmm. that stadium is bad. Well, Manfred has, yeah. Manfred has talked about getting a team in Montreal since he's been there. Yeah. He's a big would advocate for that. play the O again? I think for the time being, until, I don't they know. They would probably build a new stadium. I think they right? have to, because that always. Yeah, that's part of the, part of the requirements. Old. Even just to do this split team bullshit that they both have to get new ball diamonds. Right. Both. <laughs> and that's, yeah, Tampa, get a new ball diamond so that in three years we're going to. Sell your team to Montreal. Also, don't forget tomorrow, so I guess Tuesday, uh, there is a press conference okay. that the Rays are having at some fucking museum oh, really? in St. Petersburg. Yeah. <laughs> like the team's having a full on presser, so there might be more to it there. Could it be that they're getting a new stadium? I, I don't know. I, I mean, what what can you expect at a museum? That's just a weird Maybe place Maybe they're to changing have their name to the X Rays. Oh. Bazinga. Watch our. We actually have a brand new Twitter page, so watch our Twitter page. It's twitter.com slash onTheBoardPod. Uh, we'll probably tweet out some stuff if we find anything was interesting on the board from podcast that. podcast taken? It was. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> so I had to shorten it. So whoever on the board podcast is, let's talk. We might get that name back. I really thought you were just trying to make it super No, I wasn't yeah. trying to be uh, hip with yeah. that. No, it was on the board pod. You weren't the, trying to be what? Hip? Hip? Right. Young, hip, and edgy? Um, hey, since we're on baseball, can I just... Uh, there's a story I just wanted to quickly talk to you guys about. Lenny Dykstra, ex-MLB star. Did you hear about this? No, he but spent, he's crazy, right? He's he's crazy. He spent nine hours looking for his dentures in the dumpster. Which dumpster? Where? Uh, it was outside of Jersey Mike's sub shop last weekend. <laughs> he wrapped his $80,000 dentures in a paper towel, and he left them in the restaurant. <laughs> And get this, that's not even, that, this isn't even the weirdest thing. <laughs> then he was joined in the search by his friend and tag team wrestler, Sprinkles the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> After hours of sifting through the garbage, uh, he found his dentures. This so, sounds like a really bad acid trip. <laughs> right? <laughs> so all is good in the world. Sprinkles for the Lenny Clown. Oh, and that's Lenny good. Lenny Sprinkles the Clown coming oh. to an independent wrestling near you. <laughs> oh, please. $80,000 dentures. Please. I don't know if I could top that, but you want to talk some local ball in the Medicine Hat Mavericks? They're, they're playing well. They're doing well. They're not like Sprinkles the Clown at all. Um, they had a three and three week, 500. You can't complain about that. They took two of three from the Edmonton Prospects. Good on you. I know I shouted this guy out uh, a couple weeks ago, but Adam Soka had himself another killer week. He's kind of good. He had hit 461, almost 500 on the week with two doubles, one home run, six RBIs, five walks, only three strikeouts, and another three stolen bases. So Adam Soka, 
Uh, I think he plays. He's a third baseman, but he, I think he also played center last night. He plays all over the diamond. Yeah, so. I think a lot of the Mavs kind of play all over the place. They have two or three different positions that they can. Now they're in Regina taking on the Red Sox for three. As we're recording this, it's 2-2 in the bottom of the fourth. Okay. Keep it close. Hopefully yeah. they don't have another inning where they let the bag and go, right? And that seems to be the thing with the Mavs. They have that one inning in a game where they give up a touchdown or they give up double digits and they just cannot claw their way back. Exactly. I mean, don't look now. I think it's turning around. I think I, I think I have renewed faith. What? They won three of the last four. I know last year they started, I mean, this was super early, but they lost the f- first few games and then they went on they their won- killer yeah. run. Didn't they lose like the first four or five and then won like 17 or something straight yeah. like that? So things can happen yeah, in this league, faith. so... And it's a short it. season, so I mean, you can't really afford to go on a really bad losing streak because you only have, what is it, a month and a half left? Exactly, end of August, basically. Yeah. So uh, after Regina, like Jesse mentioned, they play three at home versus Yorkton. That team is 1-16. Oh, great. 1-9 uh, in their last 10, so you got to think. They're trending gotta... in the right direction? Oh, no. <laughs> not what you're They're gonna almost say? in opposite directions. Oh. Okay. Uh, they also play on Canada Day Monday, so that's a 205 start, I think, on holiday Monday. So if you're in the area, check them out. Should be a good time. I think you're wrong. Monday? Holiday Monday? They would play on a, I think they'd play game. on a holiday uh, early games. But uh, I could be right. Lance Dahl will right. check on know. that. We'll double check that before we uh, sign if off. If it's a day game, then can it please be night games from now on? Maybe. It uh, used to be night games because I thought uh, Canada Day weekend, they kind of did their own fireworks after the game. July 1st, 7.05. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, man. I did not read God that damn part. damn it, Colby. I Come on, Colby. didn't read that part. You're Sorry, guy. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, we're at that part of the podcast, gentlemen. Jesse, wrestling time. Apparently, there was a pay-per-view last night that yeah. I did not watch. Yeah, but not, a lot, not a lot of people did watch it. Talk to yeah. me about it. It was called Stomping Ground. Surprisingly, I think I'm going to be in the minority. Uh, I, I didn't mind it. I thought that it was... WWE had something to prove. I wouldn't say it was the greatest pay-per-view I ever watched. I was... Ricochet! Ricochet winning the U.S. title. I thought him and Samoa Joe probably had the best match of the night. Okay. Uh, Other than that, no titles really changed hand except the cruiserweight title. They gave it to Drew Gulak, which was surprising, but hey. What's his name? Drew Gulak. Sounds like a guy that does my taxes. Maybe it's the same guy. Sounds like a dish I used to have. Could be. At my parents' house, goulash. <laughs> uh, main event, of course, is Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins. No one really cared about that. They wanted nope. to know who the special guest referee was. It was Lacey Evans. Why? It Can you explain that? Who's Lacey Evans? Lacey Evans is the girl who's fighting Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is dating Seth Rollins. I've heard of Becky Lynch because she's friends she with Conor McGregor save, too, right? Blah, 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 blah. Seth Rollins wins. Now we look forward to Extreme Rules, where the main event, Seth Rollins and his girlfriend, Becky Lynch, against Lacey Evans, Baron Corbin. Winner take all. Two titles on the line. One Sick. match. That's also, hearing sick. reports, spoiler alert, if you PVR'd Raw, but The Undertaker showed up tonight <gasps> helping Roman Reigns in uh, beating up Shane McMahon Whoa. and Drew McIntyre. He doesn't need help, though, right? Like they're, they're just feeding everyone to Reigns right now. Yeah. yeah. But WWE needs a little ratings boost. Oh. So who do you call? You call The Undertaker. Drew Gulak. Oh. <laughs> I would love Not The Undertaker. Not Drew Gulak. That'd be awesome. Under- Undertaker still got it. I don't know. He can't really wrestle. But every time he walks down that aisle, people oh, are just stunned. I'm just shivering in that the thought of the first dong. Yeah. And they come up this weekend, this Saturday, that AEW All Elite Wrestling, they have a free pay-per-view, uh, a fire fight for the weekend, or I don't know, fire fest. Is that a thing? A free pay-per-view? <laughs> yeah. It's on it's on Bleacher Report it's Live. A free for view. A free for view. There you go. But uh, you can watch on Bleacher Report Live in... <laughs> It doesn't even matter. I can tell you the card. You won't know the guys. I guarantee you it's going to be a great pay-per-view or a free review. 
<laughs> a free for few. A free for free. A what? A free for free. Yeah, nailed it. I nailed it. Finally, we'll wrap up with uh, any Canada Day plans, boys? Anybody? I don't know. Taking the family out to the lake or going for a nice drive oh, somewhere? Oh, yeah. They so, get the keys to the new house. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. moving day is this weekend. So moving. you got a, a long weekend ahead of yeah. you. You got a long weekend on a, a long weekend. A long, long weekend. Lance Dahl, any plans? You going uh, up to Highway 3? I don't know. <laughs> no. It's, it's I, Monday. It's, it's too far too away. early. Yeah, it's okay. Too far away to know. Um, but Monday, like a week from when we're recording right now, obviously July 1st, uh, you can go down to King Cooley. Bunch of cool stuff. Fireworks go off. Yeah. King Cooley, you can go out. down there for a little bit. Mavericks are going to be in action. You can catch them as well. And uh, I just can't wait for the fireworks. 11.15, you're going to see fireworks in the city. <laughs> It'll be better than ours. Get some of that cake, too. That cake is damn Oh, yeah. Good. There's a lot of cake. Yeah. A lot of cake. I heard there's like 20 slabs of cake. That's it? Oh, 20. Oh. What do you mean that's, <laughs> that's it? it? I thought you said, What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you said 20 pieces. Also, speaking of the Tigers, just I know we talked Tigers already, but it was announced earlier today that the home opener for the 50th anniversary season is going to be Saturday, September 21st against the Winnipeg Lakers. Ice. Oh, sorry. No. Not on the same page? No. Okay. Lethbridge Hurricanes. Oh, but shocking. We'll, we'll find out when we play Winnipeg on Wednesday when the schedule comes out. That's and stunning. I don't know about you, but I'm waiting for that Kamloops game. That'll be fun. I want to know when Kamloops here is in, They're in not coming. I can already tell you that. Oh, are they going out to Sean BC Cluson this year? said that uh, it's one game this year, and it's in Kamloops. Oh. That's what Cluson said. We'll see for the schedule, but uh, I, I think I read that. That's a boo. Son of a gun. What are you going to do? So pretty sure we won't get that. Well, road trip, boys. <laughs> there we go. Going to Is our budget big enough for this? We talked about that. No. 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 Shout out to Molson once again. Yeah. For sponsoring <laughs> On The Board Podcast. Thank the unofficial you. sponsor yeah. of On The Board Podcast. Drink responsibly. Drink Molson. That'll about wrap it up for tonight. That's, uh, that's it? You have nothing to add? No, it's okay. We'll leave it Molson. Drink responsibly. Thanks. Uh, like we mentioned, we got Twitter now. Twitter.com yeah. slash on the board pod. If you're a Twitter user, find us on there. Facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yeah, we have 35 followers on Twitter, so we're peaking. Oh, hey. wow. Yeah. We'll add. We're close to that blue check mark. We'll add. <laughs> Look out. Look out. With all three of us will get there. Uh, thanks so much for listening. For Jesse Christensen, Lance Dahl, Colby McKee, signing off. Have a great Canada Day long weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to On The Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yes!